Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me today. This week on Lex Chat, sorry, I, I'm seeing my signal and it's like super crunchy and distorted right now. But this week on Lex Chat, we are going to talk about being sad, getting sad. And sad is actually not just an emotion, it is an acronym, S-A-D, for Seasonal Affective Disorder. It's starting to get colder outside. It's getting darker quicker. And winter is notorious for inciting certain depressive emotions in people. So I want to talk about sad a little bit and talk about what it is and ways that we can avoid getting sad. So if this sounds like a discussion, a chat that you would be interested in hearing more about, then stay tuned. So before we get into our topic for the week, which is SAD, S-A-D, let's, let me hit you with some announcements actually. And um, I need to do a, what do you call it? A disclaimer, because this week um, I do not have this recording on my video camera. I actually got home too late, like later than I wanted to. Um, visiting a friend and got caught up in traffic because there was a Braves game today and so I was planning on getting home by 7 o'clock so then I would have had time to charge up my camera and prep it and eat and walk the dog and you know I was going to be done with I was going to be done with all of that by 7 30 and then i'd be able to write a few notes for lex chat and be like super prepared but you know things happen the way they do and uh here we are so this is on the fly i did at least have a topic that i already knew i wanted to talk about i just hadn't prepared any show notes for it but yeah before we get into the topic today which is sad getting sad seasonal affective disorder i want to give you all a few announcements First announcement being I would forever appreciate if you would become a patron. Um, I was offering three different tiers on Patreon, but I kind of had to get a little bit more realistic with myself. I don't think I have enough support. I don't think I have enough people who are willing to pay for different tiers from me right now. So I'm going to go back to just asking for $5 a month for people to support and that will get you, you know, early access to content, exclusive access to content, and then the ability to steer the content on my channel, um, as well as one song submission to Lex Chat. So yeah, I just had to be real with myself. I have to be real with myself. I just don't have the following right now and I don't have enough people who are willing to pay as little as $5 a month. And I don't have enough people who would see, who would yet see the value in a member, a diamond membership, which is $25 a month, which is the weekly Lex chats, as well as two bonus episodes, as well as being able to submit four songs, you know, as well as getting private one-on-one consultations with me every month. So I just don't, um, I need to do more marketing and more building of my community. So the different tiers, it's going to have to wait. It's 
going to have to wait. So it's, it's nothing that I'm sad about. It's just an opportunity for me to do better on, you know. So patreon.com slash LexiATL, $5 a month to show me support and get early and exclusive access to content. I would greatly appreciate it if you did become a patron of mine. Next announcement, Motorboat is currently playing in the background. You can find that on all major streaming platforms as well as on YouTube. And check that out. Follow me on Spotify. Can you follow people on, on Apple Music? I don't know. I should look into that. I do have an iPhone now, so I could use it on my iPhone a lot easier. But follow me on Spotify. Follow me on Apple Music. Subscribe to me on YouTube, to my actual YouTube channel, as well as the Lexi Topic channel. And yeah, so you'll be uh, showing your support there. I'm really excited because I actually put promotion behind motorboat just based off the response i got from the performance of motorboat at the intimate sessions with curating your life not too not too long ago i got a really great response from the audience so i you know went ahead and paid for some promo on it and it gave me like literally my listenership went up over maybe like what three thousand percent okay so maybe not three thousand maybe like two thousand I don't know what the numbers are. 1,500%? I don't know. But I basically went from like 10 monthly listeners to 3,000 something monthly listeners. I think I'm sitting at like 1,700 something monthly listeners. So that promo, I'm going to definitely get back with those people because that feels great to see. And I finally got Lexi Radio, which feels great to see as well. But anyway, Motorboat playing in the background. Make sure you check that out on your favorite streaming platform. Show your support by following me on those platforms. And let's see, other news, I have Lexi merchandise. Lexi, uh, uh, the hashtag winner, visors, sun visors to block the sun. And they, it's perfect because the top is out. So if you have a high ponytail like I do sometimes when it, you know, I'm wearing certain styles, then it's very easy to put that hat on. I also have hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands. I also have Lexi posters. If anyone is watching live right now, then I'm showing you those posters right now. Unfortunately, anyone who's watching this, the playback on YouTube, you just you just gotta check out the uh, you just gotta check out my website because I don't have the camera going right now. So this is all just put it on in the background and uh, listen because you don't I don't have any facial expressions for you on this one. Okay, I do apologize. I will I will do better of making sure that I don't do anything on Wednesdays because Lex chat is something I said I wanted to do. So I need to give it its proper justice. It's, it's due time, you know? So yeah. Um, also have Lexi burn lighters with built-in bottle openers. So if you smoking and if you drinking, I got you covered it got the flame and it got the bottle opener. You'd be so prepared when you go to the club. <laughs> What other announcements do I have? I'll be walking in a Holt experience. It's a fashion show out here in Atlanta. On Sunday, the show starts at 3. It'll be from 3 to 7 on Sunday, October 16th. That is at Eagles Landing Country Club. You gotta check my website, LexiATL.com, for links to the tickets. 
but I will be walking in a fashion show. I have my rehearsal this upcoming Saturday at noon. And then on Sunday, I have to be at the location at noon for makeup. Hopefully on at the rehearsal on Saturday, you know, I get a few designers who like my look. They like my body and my clothes compliment their my my sorry my body compliments their clothes that's what we're hoping for always right um i think that's pretty much it for the announcements let's get into the lex check all right first thing that is on my mind child i got this dog for my mom but i don't know if anyone has been listening in the past couple weeks or so as i've had her name is true she's a toy yorkie i've had her for a couple weeks now and she came from a situation where she was in the cage basically all day and not taken out a good amount of times in the day. So she's just really used to, I think, peeing in her cage, peeing in her doggy bed or whatever. I have been having, I thought she broke out of it, but I don't know if she just being spiteful. She was literally a little bitch yesterday. She's a girl dog. She was literally a little bitch yesterday. Um, I'm very upset about it. <laughs> I'm so pissed off about it. I don't want to curse too much on here because I do want to keep this clean, but I've been having a tough time with getting her to understand that it's a positive thing and it is a good thing for you to use the bathroom outside. This is where you are supposed to use the bathroom. So I take her on a morning walk and, you know, of course she uses the bathroom as we're walking, but it's her exercise and it's the first time she gets to go use the bathroom outside so that's about between 8 and 9 30 in the morning and we're back at the house by 10 you know so yeah we were doing good yesterday um she pooped like she was supposed to she peed like she was supposed to i gave her a treat when we came back in the house to say good job for doing this good girl and she's being really cute and cuddly she's clean because i just gave her a bath and she's just being really sweet and she's roaming around the house and <laughs> I take her outside at like three or four because we do morning, we do midday and then we do night. <sighs> take her out at like three or four, cool. About an hour later and keep in mind, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, do I not know how she's telling me she needs to go outside or is she just not telling me she needs to go outside? But an hour later, she pees on my carpet right in front of my face. And then she walks off. She knows that I notice the stain on the carpet. She starts to walk off. And I'm looking at her like true. And I say her name just like that. True. And she knows she's in trouble. She turns and she tries to run upstairs because her cage is in my room. You can tell her cage is like she feels safe in her cage because that's what she's used to being in. She turns and she tries to run upstairs, but I catch her. I grab her. She is so scared. So when I'm training dogs, right, typically you rub their nose in it and you give them a few little pops to let them know we don't do this. We don't pee in the house. We don't poop in the house. She knew what was coming. She knew that's what was about to happen. She gets so scared she turns aggressive and she bites me. You bitch. So now I'm even more pissed off because you done pissed in my house and you bit me the hand that feeds you, you little bitch. But 
I don't I don't actually I hit her one good time. Bah. On the at on the on on the butt. I don't go in on her because she has been so scared of me like punishing her that she will pee on me before I get the chance to or as I've hit her like three, four times and she's peeing because she's so scared. I'm pissed. I'm just, I'm just so upset. I'm pissed off. Pissed is not that bad of a curse word. I'm pissed off though. Right. So I'm trying to figure out, am I, does she not know how to tell people that she needs to go outside because she's, she's not used to it. That's not how she's been trained. Or am I missing when she's telling me she needs to go outside? You know, that's what's frustrating me right now. But yesterday seemed pretty damn intentional. Like she got too comfortable. She was roaming around the house. It was a great day. She must have got too comfortable yesterday because she peed on that carpet right in front of my face and then turned around and knew what she did and tried to escape. No, bitch, I got you. And I can call her a bitch because she's literally a female dog. But she was being a little bitch yesterday. That pissed me. Oh, so yeah. Um, so we got to start over again. Well, today was supposed to be the start over day. She did okay today. She did all right. When I came home at like 7.30, she didn't, she didn't, I took her for a walk. She didn't poo. She didn't go number two. So we're going to watch out for that. But today was an okay day. Tomorrow we'll start fresh and we're going to hope that we have a good day. We're going to, we're just going to hope. All right. We're going to hope we have a good day. (sighs) What else do I want to check in about? Um, I actually, no. What else do I want to check in about? I have a roommate now. So that's going to be different for a while. (laughs) Admittedly, that's going to be different for a while. Uh, But, you know, I have a townhome now. And I always told myself, I want this to be a place where people can come. Not permanently. Cause I do like my space unless it's my man, you know, my man could be here, but I've always told myself, you know, I'm getting blessed with a house. It will be open for people who need help. And a friend of mine said they're going through it and they need time to get themselves together and get back on their feet. Have you explored all your options? Oh, I didn't want to ask from a pride issue. Okay. So you didn't explore all your options finally ask if they could move in with me for a little bit I say yes so might be a little uncomfortable for a while because I'm not used to to sharing my space um it hasn't been that long since I've lived with someone though it's only been a year and a half that I've had this house but uh and before that I was not in the greatest situation with a previous roommate that was just a whole thing but now this is my house, so I feel like I have more control. <laughs> so, you know, but the the point of me saying that is I want to be able to, this is a lot of house for me, you know? I don't need all this space all the time. So if I want it to be a place that people can come to and feel welcomed, and if they need help getting back on their feet, then they know that. Lexi's house is open now this ain't for everybody I've been knowing this person almost 10 years now 9 10 years so we got history already I know this person I ain't just letting anybody stay up on my couch you know um but yeah I just it feels good to be able to help 
and we just gotta remember to, I have to remember to be patient and mindful that there is someone in my space now, but this is also their space now too. So I need to practice more patience, though I will admit it's having someone in the house. And I also just took on this dog two weeks ago. I might be a little irritable, but you know, hey, we're, we're helping, we're helping, okay? But that is a hard thing to go through, right? having to worry about where you're going to stay and it's getting it's getting colder outside and this is where like I'm starting to I'm going to start to transition into the topic for this week but it, it that's a tough situation to be in to that's a tough situation to be in to essentially not have anywhere to go right and wondering if the place that I came to is too hard for me to like maintain in this city, but I don't want to leave because my dreams are here. My hopes are here. That's tough. And the weather is getting colder. And um, so something else that I need to get into actually to transition better into this topic, something else with my legs check, right? I recently did something that I think is really cute. And I think it's something that was secretly causing a lot of anxiety and stress for me, but it wasn't something that was, that I picked up on immediately, but that was not talking to people enough, not reaching out to people enough and just more so feeling like I was not connected to people or I don't have people to talk to or I don't have support, you know, any one of those things under that umbrella, that general umbrella, right? And something that I've come to a realization of, right? I do want people to know that I care about them and I want my family and friends to know that I care about them. Maybe I'm getting in my own way because I've developed an anxiety around answering the phone, I've developed an anxiety around calling people and I don't know why this anxiety developed. I haven't pinpointed where it came from, but I recognize that it was a problem just recently, like in the past few months, it's gotten really bad. In the past few months, it's gotten really bad. And um, why this is important to me is because the kind of person I say I want to be is talking to people, is cultivating and developing connections, nurturing connections, right? The person I say I want to be cannot have an issue being on the phone. The person I say I want to be cannot have anxiety, cannot be fearful of talking and connecting. I don't want to be cold and I don't want people to think that I'm too busy for them. I don't want people to think that I don't want to talk to them or that I don't care what's going on in their life. And also I want support. I want to feel loved and cared for. I want to feel like people care about what's going on in my life. So, but before I can get that energy, I have to give that out. And so I had a real honest moment with myself as I usually do because I'm, I am my worst critic and I'm always looking for ways that I can improve on myself. So I said, you know, 
and even with the connection thing right in the industry in the music industry and in any industry really anything in life if you are not watering your grass right if you are not keeping up with your connections keeping up with your people how can you expect to call on anybody when you need something you know how can you expect to have the relationships if you never reach out, you never check on people beyond just, I need you to do this for me, or I need this from you, or can we work on this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's fake to me to call myself your friend, but never reach out to you to see how you're doing. You know, uh, EK has some, we are more than I, and it's harder for people with talents and, sh- and ish because for our talents, we're still human outside of any performance bump fake it till you make it that's how you break i agree i agree i i hate the phrase fake it till you make it now well i should say fake it till you make it gets taken advantage of and used the wrong way for me fake it till you make it is more so i don't necessarily feel happy today but i'm gonna fake like i'm happy and maybe i i will actually become happy maybe i can trick my brain into thinking that i actually am happy because it can't tell the difference so that is really when fake it till you make it works but faking it till you make it like renting cars and buying fake jewelry that glistens and buying fake name like whatever that kind of fake it i i don't like that so yeah what if you never had that to have to be that um Side note, people have a really hard time just being themselves. I don't know why. It's more peaceful being yourself. It's a special kind of hell to have to pretend to be something else to get people to like you and gravitate towards you. But that's another conversation for another day. So yeah, um, being in the in the industry though, right? It's, I think part of it for me is an anxiety was developing because I am introverted by nature. I am very introverted by nature. So I think realizing that I'm in an industry where I need to keep connections alive because I literally need people to keep coming back to work with me. But if I'm never on their mind, if I'm not on their mind and I don't reach out to put myself back on their mind, they're not going to come back to book with me. So that, that plays a role in this conversation as well. As far as the kind of person I need to be, understands that I need to always be talking to people. I have to be around people and talk to people. This industry is a relationship-based industry. I know how to do a lot of things on my own, but I know I can't do it all on my own. It's good that I've learned how to do these things by myself, but it's hard and I don't want to have to do it alone. And it's impossible for me to do it alone. So all of that to say, I made a call calendar. EK says that part, and that's truth, but in all, yeah, that part, but the trick there is remaining genuine. Yeah. Um, so all of that to say that I created a call calendar for myself, and basically, it's like a little arts and crafts thing that I did. I took a regular piece of computer paper, I had my ruler, I had my pens, my pencils, And I drew out a calendar and I put five weeks on it because most months have four to five weeks. But 
I did, you know, week one, two, three, four, five, and then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All right. So, and I made a list of people that I want to either keep in contact with or just family who I want them to make sure I want to make sure that I keep up with certain people and family and friends and clients, right? So I made two of these. One is for family and friends. One is for my clients. And these are people who are like mom, dad, sisters, brothers. um, And then like people who I want to have a relationship of friendship to keep building upon. Um, And then the client list is clients who have shown me they are consistent. They love what they do. And they're actually good at it. And we've had dope conversations in the studio. So clients that I want to keep up with and I hope to keep nurturing that relationship, right? And what that's done for me and how this all ties into the topic for this week. What's up, child? MC, how you doing? So what that's done for me is it's relieved a lot of anxiety. Like it's taken a kind of weight off of me to have a plan behind how I'm going to stay in contact with people and to act, have a plan of action for how I am going to be the kind of person who checks on people to see how they're doing. The kind of person who lets people know like, Hey, you were on my mind. So I called you or I, even if I just texted the person, you know, but every single day I'm contacting one or two family members, one or two clients. And it doesn't have to be long conversations. It could be 10, 15 minutes. It could be a short text that says, hey, just thinking about you, checking on you, see how you're doing. Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for checking on me. All right, great. Talk to you soon. Love you or talk to you soon. You know, whatever. Just even just that, right? And I've noticed a huge shift in my mood in feeling more positive and happier And I guess because I feel more connected and I think that's going to be very important for me because I'm the type of person who I get affected by the seasons. I don't know if anyone else gets affected by, you know, the weather getting colder. But for me, each year, the weather getting colder really affects my mood and If we're not careful, we could fall into a kind of depression. So that's what I want to talk about today on Lex Chat is getting sad. That's seasonal affective disorder. What is it? What causes it? And then how could we prevent it? So if that sounds like a topic you would be interested in hearing more about, please stay tuned. Alrighty, so what is sad? Don't get sad is the title of this episode. For those of you who are tuned in live on Instagram right now, have y'all ever heard of sad? 
seasonal affective disorder because I just found out about sad maybe like well not just found out I've known about it for maybe like four or five years and I've always felt different in the winter time and I always wondered why I never knew there was an actual name for it until about four or five years ago I came across the acronym sad seasonal affective disorder Night School Podcast says season change gets me in my feels. Yes. So what happens for me? All right, let me let me slow down a little bit. Okay. The actual definition of seasonal affective disorder is a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight at certain times of the year. Symptoms include fatigue, depression, hopelessness, and social withdrawal. Treatment includes light therapy, phototherapy, talk therapy, and medication. So Night School Podcast says, never heard of it, but I knew it had to be a thing. Yeah. So the part that sticks out to me, right? Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight at certain times of the year. So for me, this translates to winter time because it's colder. It's less sunlight because we fall back, you know, the clocks fall back. And even though we get an extra hour of sleep, there's less sunlight. And so there are there's less sunny hours in the day. It's cold and dreary. Can you imagine a cold and a wet day when it rains? That's even worse. And it just overall, there's like a gloom that comes with winter. For me, a lot of things are like shut down. Even you can't go to the beach. Well, the beach is not that, it's not that great when the water's cold, you know? Uh, Theme parks are usually closed and things are just, you know, everything's indoors. Like, I guess you got the holidays or whatever, but I'm the kind of person who I don't love holidays because in the past few years, I haven't had the money to travel and see family. That's another conversation though. But the point being that a lot of things change. Oh, and I forgot as we're going from fall into winter, plants are not blooming, leaves turn dry and brittle. And it's just not as pretty and vibrant as spring or summertime. Spring where everything is blossoming and colors are vibrant and everything is coming into its own. Whereas in winter, things are dying and falling off and drying up and becoming brittle. So that is visually for me, another reason why I just, I don't like winter. And I was born in the wintertime. My birthday is December. I'm a Sagittarius. I was born in the wintertime, but I just don't, I don't do cold like that. I don't really like cold. And I can't imagine people who live in like cinder block and cement cities like New York, for example. When I was in New York, when I was visiting New York and it was like January, it was cold. I can't imagine being surrounded by cement and buildings and concrete and just not enough signs of shrubbery and foliage like green trees and leaves and then you walk around a corner and this cold wind just smacks you in the face 
it's real disrespectful if you ask me I can't I just I don't imagine it's a very happy time I feel like people in cities like that and probably even Chicago but I haven't been to Chicago before I feel like they are super prone to something like sad seasonal seasonal affective disorder you know so yeah I, Maurice Beats asks do you like summer more I love summertime more I would rather be hot than cold even though it can be pretty depressing to be so hot and you just can't do anything about it I guess in the winter time you can put on more clothes or throw on the heat but I don't really like wearing clothes that much anyway so summertime suits me best and that's when black people charge up if y'all didn't know our melanin we we absorb that vitamin d but you should wear sunscreen you know maurice says he loves the winter wow i don't i don't yeah so i think science i don't i don't know how to prove this and i'm sorry my thoughts are going all over the place but i think scientifically because there's less sunlight you are absorbing less of the sun's rays but vitamin d does play a role in our mood and our health so um light from the sun and how it affects health i'm gonna say health they got the human body coming up but so let me real quick right sunlight is essential for human health and well-being the health benefits of sunlight include generating the production of vitamin d supporting bone health lowering blood pressure preventing disease and promoting good mental health. So imagine there's less sunlight, it's gloomy, everything is dying. And honestly, this could be for people who stay indoors too much. You need to get outside at some point in the day and just soak up the sun for even just five minutes because it is really important. It's imperative for your health. I want to read it one more time. Um, Maurice says, I wear no jackets in the winter. Okay, you different. My boy is warm blood, so me and heat don't work out. My body is warm blood, so me and heat don't work out. I guess. Then find you a woman who gets cold and snow. well, no, nah, because body heat generates more heat. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, how does sunlight affect health? And all I did was a simple Google search. Sunlight is essential for human health and well-being. The health benefits of sunlight include generating the production of vitamin D supporting bone health, lowering blood pressure, preventing disease, and promoting good mental health. That good mental health part is very, very, very important. Five benefits of the sun. Improves your sleep, reduces stress, maintains strong bones, helps keep the weight off, strengthens your immune system. On another side note, that's why I hated the rhetoric around COVID time when the pandemic first broke out in the US, which was like March, 2020, I hated the narrative that, oh, everyone needs to stay indoors and stay away from people. And this plays into sad as well, but they were telling everyone stay indoors and stay away from people. Like literally, but they also told us stuff like, you know, the virus dies at a certain heat temperature. If the sun is out, why would I stay indoors? Shouldn't I be outside? in the heat and then the gyms closed down I was like yo shouldn't I be elevating my body temperature wouldn't that help with fighting this so I knew I wasn't crazy but that's a side note that's for a whole different conversation so this all plays into seasonal affective disorder right because 
it's a change in the season that also causes a change in your mood and in your in your in your mood and your uh, it just affects your mood basically it just affects your mood a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year for me it happens around winter time and it's starting to get cold even though Georgia has like weird seasons it does actually get cold at some point but I want us to be careful I wanted to do this episode because it is getting colder and I want us to be able to have a way to understand why our feelings might be changing in a certain way understand why we might be feeling different and there for you to know that there is a name for it there is a word for why you might be feeling different sad seasonal affective disorder and let's be proactive in recognizing these changes in ourselves and let's find a way to make sure that we can prevent it as much as possible from affecting our mood because as creatives too right even though it's holiday season, we still need to keep moving. <laughs> we still need to keep drumming up business. Like it doesn't stop. We can't just not work for what, three months, Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. We can't just stop working, right? So, I'm sorry, there's a car driving by. I don't like it. Where are you going? Maybe they're parking. I don't know who they are. Anyway, so yeah, Maurice says moods do change with this, do change seasonally. Yeah. So I just want us to be proactive in making sure that we are catching it when the change happens. We know what it is and we can find ways to prevent it. So, like I said, what's up, Soul L Black Sun? What's up? So, like I said, when I was, you know, doing my little side tangent of, disagreeing with the narrative of staying indoors during peak COVID time. Part of, you know, seasonal affective disorder is the lack of sunlight or there's less amount of sunlight at certain times of the year, i.e. winter. So that could play a role. So apparently you can help combat this by doing light therapy or phototherapy. So I would say if you can get out into, get outside, like actually get outside for five, 10 minutes, maybe at least 30 minutes in the day and uh, just stand and soak up the sun in when the, when the sun is highest in the sky. So maybe like between 12 and three o'clock in the winter time, the sun should be nice and high or maybe even 11 to three, 11 to three, let's say that four hour window. If you can get outside, soak up the sun, I would say take a walk, like actually go on a walk, get some exercise, get your blood flowing because exercise is actually another like treatment for it. So get outside, get active. What happens in the winter time for me is, and it happened this morning because it was raining and it was gloomy. I didn't feel like getting out of bed because my blankets were so warm and outside of my bed was so cold. So psychologically, that's another reason why I wouldn't want to get out of bed, right? <laughs> so it tends to make people want to stay indoors, but you have to, you got to work out, you know? So let me go through, um, what else happens to me? 
my mood changes. I get like everything that this describes basically is what happens to me. Symptoms include fatigue, depression, hopelessness, and social withdrawal. Maurice says he creates better in the winter. I don't. I create more in the in the hotter months because I'm living my life more in the hotter months. Colder months will probably be more admin time. And it's been super slow too. So yeah, the symptoms include fatigue, depression, hopelessness, and social withdrawal. Let me, the definition of fatigue is extreme tiredness, weakness, exhaustion. Weaken and to fatigue someone is to weaken by repeated variations of stress. So even stress can be included in that, right? I've been feeling very anxious for a while. And honestly, this started on my birthday last year, which is why I'm even more hyper aware of it this year, because it took the longest it has ever taken me. Like I just got over this literally two, three months ago. This started last year on my birthday. This is the longest time I've ever had like a depressive kind of mood. And I don't want to fall back into it. And I'm glad that I was able to, you know, catch it <laughs> while I could. So yeah, fatigue, uh, depression, and just feeling depression. I'm, I feel like finding definitions for everything. So what is depression? Is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Um, there's different kinds of depressions. The most common types are clinical, persistent, depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, bipolar 2 disorder, postpartum depression, which is after childbirth. But so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So depression, lowering of a person's mood, right? Uh, Maurice says, seem like winter is not your best years. It's definitely not winter. Even though I was born in the winter, I don't. Winter just does not make me feel good. Soul L. Blackson says, meditating and breathe work does wonders also if you haven't already looked into it. Uh, breath work. He spelled it breathe. Breath work. Meditation and breath work does wonders also if you haven't already. Yeah, so that's a good way. So what meditation does it, it in fighting sad and fighting depression is because for me I get depressed thinking about mistakes I've made in the past or thinking about how I am not doing what I'm supposed to do to secure my future so what meditation is great for is staying in the present and worrying about what's here right now right in front of me in my immediate reach auto I can't stand autocorrect either <laughs> what's in my immediate reach that I have influence over right now so some things that I do to you know battle the depression that comes is because social media causes a lot of anxiety and depression we need to limit the amount of social media that we are taking in and we need to realize and remember that social media is just a tool social media is not life Social media is just a kind of resume, honestly. Um, it's not something that we should be scrolling on for hours out of the day, but a lot of people do get sucked up into social media. But looking at things all the time that are not within your immediate reach that you don't have immediate influence over will depress you. 
And then seeing, cause people only put their best things on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, right? So you're seeing everyone's highlight reel, but no one's showing the real reel. No one ever shows the struggle on Instagram, right? So you're out here thinking that everybody else is living their best life and here you are struggling and depressed. That makes you feel a certain way to see everyone's going on trips and buying this new car or someone just bought a house or someone just got a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're broke and you're lonely and you can't afford to buy certain things. It makes you feel bad for where you are in life, even though everyone's on their own timeline, right? So with social media, to avoid getting into a depression because of social media, limit when you get on social media and how long you get on social media for. So for me, I do wake up in the morning and I will scroll for 20 or 30 minutes. Um, I'll post what I want to post to my stories. I will check some messages. I'm getting, getting a little better. We're checking my messages on Instagram, but for the most part, if you don't have my number, then you're just going to have to wait a few days, a few business days, (laughs) right? So limit how long you're on there get on there to do what you want to do and then get off. So post what you need to post, put on your stories, what you need to put on your stories, answer messages that you need to answer and get off, go live your life. You need to honestly have a plan for the day. And I watched this video earlier this morning because I was having a tough time getting out of bed. Um, and the, the video was how to get out of bed in the morning. And the first, the first tip he had, was, you know, have a dedicated, well, basically have a plan for your day, right? So if you plan for your upcoming day the night before, you are more likely to associate your upcoming day with a purpose. And when you know you have something to do, you're more likely to hurry up and get going, right? So something that's really been helping me, and it sounds really simple, But I needed a reminder of these things, which is why I looked it up on YouTube, how to get out of bed in the morning. Have a plan for your day. You said that you have something you want to do. Write down what it is you said. And lists have been my best friend. I dump all of my mental thoughts onto post-its. And okay, what do I want to get done? Let me text so-and-so today. Call so-and-so today. Let me make an edit to this song and then send it to the producer. Let me check to see this. Let me send this paperwork to this company. When I literally have a list in front of me of things that I want to get done, it makes me, it dumps all of those thoughts out of my head. And then it gives me something to work towards. And as long as I could at least do one of those things in the day, I'll feel accomplished. But after I finish the thing, crossing it out makes me feel really good. Like physically crossing it off makes me feel really good. So have a plan for your day. The next thing he said was to buy a dedicated alarm clock, which is something that I actually did about a year ago because I don't like the fact that I rely on my phone for everything in life. I think that's where a lot of mental health issues are coming from too. Our phone is literally our life and it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a tool that makes our lives easier, but people have, it's like the phone and social media has replaced living life in real time. But don't have your phone as your alarm clock because you could hit snooze on the alarm clock and then you're on your phone scrolling social media because social media is on there, right? So his tip was to go plug your phone up across the room. Don't have it next to you and don't have your alarm clock on your phone. Have a dedicated alarm clock. 
the next one he said was to um only have it go off once and get up but i struggle with that i'll hit the snooze button three four times um and there's some other tips he said but i would highly recommend it i forget his name maybe i can look it up real quick on youtube actually hold on and this episode is gonna run a little bit longer um let me check my history real quick it was better ideas that's the name of his channel how to get out of bed more easily wake up early with energy and the channel is better ideas so you can check that out on your own time when you get a chance so yeah that's another that's something else that will definitely help that will definitely help with uh fighting depression and seasonal affective disorder right so what are some other things that it says in this definition hopelessness and social withdrawal so the reason why making my little call calendar helped me so much is because it makes me feel connected to people right why should we socialize as humans we are social social creatures all right and this is what google says socializing not only staves off feelings of loneliness but it also helps sharpen memory and cognitive skills increases your sense of happiness and well-being and may even help you live longer so what i was talking about in the um introduction in the lex check portion of this right i recognize how important it is to not only maintain connections within the industry, but also just making sure that if I want to receive support and I want people to care about me and I want people to reach out to me, I got to give that energy out just as much as I want to receive it. So the call calendar, making a list of all the people I want to keep in contact with and then spreading those names out amongst five weeks in a month and saying, hey, on this day, I'm going to contact this person on this day, I'm going to contact this person just that little change in my life has made me feel more energetic and less hopeless about things and it just it feels good to catch up with people and connect with people see how people are doing like I talked to my sister who I haven't talked to in literally years literally it's been like over 10 years since I've talked to my sister and just because you know yeah life happens but we all should be doing our part to stay in touch and socializing talking to my parents more talking to other people more it's helped me to not feel lonely and it's helps me to feel more energized in my day-to-day honestly and I do feel happier and I feel like my mental health is in a better place so that is definitely going to help during these colder months to avoid seasonal affective disorder or whatever season affects you Staying active, getting sunlight, being outside, um, exercising, and then staying connected to people helps a lot. So you won't feel hopeless. You won't, you're less likely to develop depression. Your mental health will just be overall better for it, right? Um, So that would be considered talk therapy, which was one of the things that was listed as a treatment for SAD. Um, So talk therapy is treatment of mental, emotional, personality, and behavioral disorders using methods such as discussion, listening, and counseling. So just therapy, just talking it out. 
just talk it out with someone. Talk therapy, just talk it out with someone. It also brings up light therapy, which in the winter months, there is a more limited amount of sunlight. So light therapy, which I've, I've heard of, but I've never explored it. So a light therapy box mimics outdoor light. It's thought that this type of light may cause a chemical change in the brain that lifts your mood and eases other symptoms of sad, such as being tired most of the time and sleeping too much. Generally, the light box should provide an exposure of 10,000 lux of light. Yeah. So light therapy, you know, it mimics the daylight and that's supposed to help. You know, I might actually try that. I've never actually used light therapy, but I I think I definitely want to do, I do want to try that. So we've gone over that. And then um, I found this website. Well, I just did a Google search of um, how to prevent seasonal affective disorder and came across conehealth.com. This was written January 27, 2021. Seven things to help avoid seasonal affective disorder. Um, Common symptoms of sad include feeling of sadness or depressed mood, marked loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, changes in appetite. So make sure you're being mindful of what you're eating and when you're eating. So changes in appetite, usually eating more, craving carbs, change in sleep, usually sleeping too much, loss of energy or increased fatigue despite increased sleep hours. So you still feel tired even after sleeping too much. Increase in restless activity, such as pacing or slowed movements and speech. Feeling worthless or guilty. Trouble concentrating or making decisions. That was getting me. I think more so from my anxiety. Like after like starting to talk to people and check on people, Trouble concentrating or making decisions, that's decreased for me. So I'm happy about that. And then another system uh, symptom could be thoughts of death or suicide or attempts at suicide. So those are some symptoms of SAD. Now, SAD can be effectively treated in a number of ways, including light therapy, antidepressant medication, talk therapy, or some combination of these. While symptoms will generally improve on their own with the change of season, symptoms can improve more quickly with treatment. There are several steps you can take to help prevent this disorder. And I'm going to try to rattle this off before Instagram kicks me off. Um, Beginning with certain lifestyle changes, there are seven different aspects of well-being and you can focus on making changes in each during seven months of fall and winter. So physical, maintaining your level of exercise and a healthy balanced diet are great ways to elevate your mood and energy levels throughout the winter months. It also helps to regulate your sleep patterns, avoid sleep Um, sleeping during the day, avoid overindulgence in caffeine and alcohol. Emotional, keep gratitude journal. Social, make an effort to keep socializing in a safe way. During COVID-19, many people were feeling isolated, especially older adults. Maintain social relationships by making a phone call, setting up a video chat, sending a letter, or even writing a few quick text messages. Checking in on other people can help boost both your spirits and theirs. So that's really nice. Intellectual. Think of all the reasons why we should not get something done, but creating and sticking to a schedule can help you avoid isolation. Like what I did with making my call calendar. Spiritual. Be mindful of this moment. Instead of focusing on the negative aspects of winter, embrace the season and find things you like about it. Ugh, I guess. 
it's better to drink warm chocolate, I guess, because it warms your body in the cold, cold winter months, I guess. Environmental, get outside. Even if it's only for a few minutes, the fresh air and sunshine can help you feel refreshed. Light bulbs that emit a certain wavelength that mimic the vitamin D in sunlight can also be helpful to use. And then vocational, focus on the positive and try to manage your stress. Do something that relaxes you like reading a book or taking a bath. And you can find these tips on conehealth.com titled seven things to help avoid seasonal affective disorder. So I think that's actually a good wrap up. And I really just wanted to bring awareness to seasonal affective disorder. If anyone's been feeling kind of off and feeling like not themselves, just know that you're not alone and there is a name for this. So I do hope that you found this episode to be very enlightening and makes you feel like not so alone and gives you, you know, a reason why things may have been changing for you. And I hope that these tips have helped so that you can recognize it and then do something about it so that you don't fall into that depression. And, you know, I've definitely struggled with it. So Instagram is giving me a minute 30 warning. We're going to try to wrap this up. If you are listening or watching on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, please follow me, subscribe to me, hit the notification bell, leave a review. All of those things help so that this gets pushed into a wider audience. Share it with a friend. Say, hey, this might help you if you know someone who likes podcasts or they just need this kind of content. I would be greatly appreciative of that. If you would like to become a patron of mine, supporting me for as little as $5 a month so I can make more helpful content like this for you and and for your artistry, then go to patreon.com slash lexiatl.com. Um, check out my latest single motorboat on all streaming platforms, um, buy my merchandise, Lexi posters, hashtag winner, sun visors, uh, hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands, and then the Lexi burn lighters. And, uh, yeah, check these Lex chats out on Wednesdays at 8 PM after hours at 10 PM. Um, we're going to keep after hours on Instagram because I don't have enough engagement on OnlyFans to take it to OnlyFans. It would be more fun on there, but I just don't have the participation again. Just like what I said with Patreon earlier in the episode, I just got to build up people who are going to actually engage and maybe I need to change my schedule to be more for what days and times they're available, you know, so that might be a thing. But thank you so much for joining me this week on Lex Chat. Like I said, I really hope this helped you and Until next time, my name is Lexi. Until next time, my name is Lexi. Sorry, my computer like froze on me when I was trying to do something. Uh, (laughs) Until next time, my name is Lexi. Peace.